one time. Yeah. Yo, all I need is one mic. Uh, welcome to The Time Is Now. I am your host, Mike Stafford. It is Thursday, October the 19th. All right, all right. Let's get it. The NBA season begins next week. Who is your favorite? Week six in the NFL just concluded. No more undefeated teams. Oh, my goodness. Damn it. Jets and Browns. Who? But first, back-to-back champs in the Las Vegas Aces. Las Vegas. Stand up, people. Stand up. Appreciate you got Tony back in the place to be. We got a great show this week, so sit back, relax, and we'll see you on the other side. everybody welcome back to the time is now i'm your host mike stafford you know who i got in the building i got my boy tony back in the place to be my brother what's going on with you sir what's up mike how you doing man i'm blessed i'm blessed hold on i got something to mess with my mic let me go ahead and fix that so we don't have a problem going forward all right let me get that fixed that is fixed you guys should hear me better now let me turn that around all right all right let's knock it out my guy so, what we have last night in the WNBA, we have back-to-back champions in the Aces. Yeah, I don't have any audio for that. But with that win, first of all, let's 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 paint the picture. When the season started, you had the Liberty putting together a big team. They had a, they had a major team. They got they got Stewie from Seattle. They got John Quill Jones. I forgot where she came from. To be honest with you. Totally forgot, spaced out, but she was an MVP player before. They they also got um, Vandersloot, who also came from Chicago, who just won a championship um, with Candace Parker. We'll get to her in a minute. They they, they all came to join um, UNESCO. These are all MVP caliber players. These are all WNBA champions. They went over there to New York. The Aces went ahead and got Candace Parker, who's an all-time great, and just won a championship not a couple years ago with the Sky, with Chicago Sky. She also won a championship with the Sparks when she first started her career. You have Asia Wilson, who's a former MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. You know, they got Chelsea Gray, who who was a um, champion over with the Sparks as well. Who's, they call her the point god. Yeah, all these people, Kelsey Plum. They, so you have the two mega teams geared up. You lose Candace Parker for majority of the season. They still make it to the final. Still have the best record. But the New York Liberty been beating their butts all year. They beat them three out of the four times in the regular season and, and in, in their tournament, midseason tournament. So I said... The way Liberty is shooting that ball. And, and the fact of the matter is they want that championship because Aces won it last year. I said, and I said, no Candace Parker, give it to the, give it to a fully healthy uh Liberty team. Then you turn around and game three, they lose the Aces, and they end up losing Chelsea Gray and another player, two starters. So you're down Candace Parker, you're down two starters, one being the point god. I'm like, there's no way they win this series. Wrong. 
they go there and beat them in New York by one point. They were down by 12 points in that game and came back to win with a huge performance by, Ch- uh, not Chelsea Gray, by Asia Wilson, the defensive player of the year, the reigning defensive player of the year, went off on offense. First player to ever in, in a NBA Finals history to have two 20 and 15 games. First time ever. First time ever someone had a 20 and 15 game in a clinching effort in the WNBA Finals. Third time ever a team to go back to back champions. The the first team, the Comets, who are now, I believe, are the 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 uh, not the Spurs, the Stars. The Comets years ago won the first four in the inaugural season, and after they won the first four, then the Sparks twenty plus years ago went back to back, and now the Las Vegas Aces. Tremendous, tremendous thing. I I I can't believe it. Tony, you get a chance to catch up on any of that? I actually did a chance to catch the end of that game, 70-69, with the Aces getting their second championship, and it looks like they're building a, ju- a juggernaut there. Yeah, It looks, hey, credit to Las Vegas, right? Look at what they have going on. They have the Stanley Cup champions there. Mm-hmm. Now the WNBA champions. Mm-hmm. Um, very soon they're going to have baseball there. Mm-hmm. Um so they're building, man. Vegas is starting to become a great a sports town, yeah. a hub, not only for the gambling, but for sports now. Yep. So it's going to be interesting to see once baseball gets there. Football's there. You know, the Raiders are a little behind there, but they'll <laughs> catch up with due, you know, with due time. And then um, I believe the NBA is trying to go there, correct? They'll be there in a couple of years, three years it's, max. So, you know, the Aces are getting a head start on the NBA there. Well, obviously, they're owned by the NBA. But that's, you know, hey, great for the women to get that title going back to back. And they're if you're going to put your money on anyone, you're going to put your money on them to go on a three-peat run. Yeah, I, I would say that. I, only reason why I would give New York the edge, they're a little bit younger, even though they have veterans. They have their one of their best players in UNESCO. Um, they're a little bit younger. And the Aces, who knows if Candace Parker is going to return? Yes, did they win without Candace Parker? Yes, did they win without Chelsea Gray? Yes, but they don't get there without those players. So they're no longer on the roster to start the season. And New York has a whole season under their belt. Even though I did, I'm not trying. I I root for the Aces. That's my second favorite team. That's my my second team after the Sparks. I used to go to Aces games when Cam Beige was there before they were winning like this. They were winning, but they weren't winning championships when I used to go see them. Listen, when I tell you this, I went to Sparks games my whole forever. I proposed to my wife at a Sparks game. This is the thing. They don't pack it out like they do in Las Vegas. Las Vegas has minimum of 10,000 people every game. Now, now that's not packing it out, but that's packing out the lower bowl, right? And it, it's it's serious. And this is before but, they were champions. I, I, I can only imagine how it is now. Mike, look at how important this is for the WNBA, though. Yes. Because you have to remember, when you start building dynasties yep. and you start having other other teams' fan bases tune in to see, can they get a 3 P done mm-hmm. or to watch them lose? This is very similar to Golden State. Yep. And the WNBA needs it. Yep. They drastically need it because... I mean, look, your casual NBA fan obviously is going to trickle into the WNBA here and there, mm-hmm. but they need more viewership. So Vegas is only going to help them. Yeah, I agree, man. And you called it like with the um, with the Golden Knights. They're a great team. I love the colors. I, I, they, they're really hitting out the park. And it sounds, you know, to the layman who people, you want you want to be a team that's marketable or a team that you can sell merch. The colors, they're golden knights. Have you seen those jerseys? Those are excellent. Yeah, they're 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 badass, dude. Have, have you they're seen their badass. license plates? When you go to Vegas, you see the license plates. They're you excellent. see them everywhere. Oh my everywhere. god, 
they're excellent. And then the aces are right there. That 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 um black and red, a little bit of silver. It's excellent. like that little spade. Yep. Yeah. Nice. So I can't wait to see what NBA what they name it. I can't wait to see. I don't know if the A's are keeping their name. I don't know. I I don't think they will. You know, because the Oakland. I I don't know because you yeah, have the Aces. Could you be the A's? I don't I don't know. We have to see. And I'm looking forward to. It. You're right. It's a good sports hub. And you got to mind you, the owner for the Raiders owns the Aces. So the that's right. I saw him over. partying. Yeah, that's right. He was partying with the with yeah. the team. Yeah. So that the Davis family owns the Aces. So it's it, it's turning up. It's turning up. All right. Enough with the Aces and the WNBA. Congratulations to them. We'll see what happens next year. And you're right. They are turning into a dynasty no matter what. Um, but so are those Liberty. They're not going anywhere. Let's talk more about the NFL. We're going to do a recap for week six, my brother. Um, we'll go quickly. <laughs> Thursday night football, Chiefs versus Broncos. We knew the Chiefs was going to win that game. Not much to see here. Hopefully the Broncos can turn it around. But you're trying to get Caleb Williams. So hopefully they don't. They score all their eight points in the fourth quarter in a losing effort. Um, I don't think mine's are in order. So I'm just going to go real quick through them. Um, my my Raiders beat the Patriots. They're staying a hunt for the wild card spot, three and three. Uh, not much to talk about there. I'm not even going to talk about Belichick. It's the same old story. Um, Titans and Ravens. Ravens won on the road, beat the Titans. Um, we got to see what's going to happen with um, o- OBJ. He's not looking like himself. There's a story there. Um, did you want to touch on that one at all or keep it pushing? I mean, we'll just keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Um, we had the Commanders and Falcons. We we knew that was going to happen. The Falcons are a decent team. The Commanders seem to be a little bit better um, in, in, that, in that matchup. And then we have the Vikings versus Bears. That was a surprise because no Kirk with no uh, Justin Jefferson. Um, and then still beat the Bears in Chicago, especially the week they had before that huge win. You thought that the Bears could carry some of that over with them. But that was not to be the case. Um, the, the 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 Vikings, their other guy from what USC, Madison. Yep, correct. The stepped, wide receiver, wide receiver. He stepped up and did big things, and not just him. It was like a, it was a community effort. Like they well, you all also have to together. remember the uh, Justin uh, Fields went down in that game. He did go down in that game. He did, and that that makes a difference. They only won by um, a tug. By yeah, six if points. they had Fields, they probably win that game. Maybe, maybe. But yeah, you're right. The way he was playing last week. Most likely would have won that game. You're right. and But that's part of it. Injuries are part of the game. We're going to get to a little bit of that later in some of these, in some of these other matchups. Um, so they won 19-13. Uh, Seahawks at the Bengals. Bengals pulled that out, but they're still not putting up a lot of points. Only 17 points. And they couldn't close it out strong either. Only three points in the second half. So I don't know how to feel about that win. They won, but did they? It's more about Geno Smith. That defense won it for him. He had um, two interceptions. Too many turnovers in that game with the Bengals barely ousted. The Seahawks. Then we have the 49ers and the Browns. We got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. 49ers got their first loss. Um, came down to the wire. Yes, we had some injuries. Debo, CMC. Um, we had a lot of different things that happened. But at the end of the day, there was no Deshaun Watson on the other side of the field. That's the quarterback. He wasn't there. And so what's the excuse? At the end of the day, they exposed Brock Purdy, your quarterback. And they had a rookie field goal they had a rookie kicker who also got exposed he missed a 41 yarder to put the game away they all he needed was a field goal they had the ball late all they needed was to make the field goal and he missed so we can have all excuses in the world they still have really good players they have brandon Ayuk out there you know you still had george kid out there wasn't getting any touches that it was really about the defenses it was the two best defenses in the league going up at it and the difference was they were in cleveland i should have called it not that i knew they was gonna have injuries but you have to think about those things you gotta think about the inclement weather 
You have to think about how good is that defense and how good is Brock Purdy really. You have to think about those things. So I should have called the Browns. Neither of us did. What do you got to say about that game? Should have, could have, would have, but you didn't. And this you didn't is the exact same. No, no. I like I said, I took the 49ers in that game. Yeah. But look, injuries, right? Yeah. Cleveland has an elite defense. Mm-hmm. And so do the 49ers. But once they lost CMC and once they lost their receiver, it changes their offensive game plan. Because now, okay, look, you have Ayuk, but is Ayuk really the guy? Is he a number one? No, he isn't. He's not. Now, you still have Kittle, but you have to give Cleveland's defense the credit to take those weapons away, knowing that the other guys were hurt. Now, to defend the 49ers and to defend Purdy, he put him in a position to win that game. That idiot kicker didn't make his kick. Easy kick. From, and it was from, an easy not, kick. And not that's why. Me, but, you know, for NFL yeah, but, but you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He did his job. So if you, Mike, if I came to you at the, end of, uh, at the end of a game and you're the quarterback and I said, I need you to get me to the 25 30, and you did your job, mm-hmm. the kicker did it. So does that fall on Purdy? No, it doesn't. Purdy doesn't. did his job. He did his job. And like I said, give all the credit to the Browns. That defense is elite. Now, we shouldn't even be talking about Deshaun Watson because that dude has been a no-show for, what, two, three weeks already? Yeah. And they still have and, a status update if he's going to return. He's been exactly, not in the middle. Now, let me ask you, why has he not played? Shay's hurt. He He's literally saying, I won't play unless I get laid. No, well, do he, you get what I'm saying? Like, no, it, the issue it, is the staff ridiculous. They, they cleared him, but his personal medic has not cleared him. So he's Kawhi Leonard. Ooh, damn. So he's Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, dude, there's something with this guy all the time. And if he is who he is, let him just go be Tiger Woods and let him get his juice back, dude. Let him get his mojo back because he still doesn't look like himself. When he was with the Texans. With the Texans, he was an elite quarterback. Top eight. Is that fair to say? Yeah. And what does he look like right now? You know what? I'm going to say this. And as a minority, as a black man, I'm using my Stephen A card. <laughs> but what I'm, what I'm going to say is going to piss people off. You're not going to like it, especially those who are the working class, especially black athletes or athletes in general. But, you know, most of these football and basketball players are black athletes. The issue is the fully guaranteed contract. This is what happens in the NBA. Yep. This, this is why the ding, NFL, ding, ding, ding. this is why the NFL has fought tooth and nail to make it like slave wages. I mean, people say, oh, I don't want to be slavery. Don't listen to what I'm saying. Yes, these guys make millions of dollars. I get that. So we're not trying to compare being in the NFL to slavery per se. What we're saying is you can get contracts that aren't worth what they're written on. They ain't worth the napkin. The contracts are trash. And, and they have all these incentives. They got you running out there, destroying your body, inject yourself with drugs just to make it on the field. Kind of like slave labor. They used to do all kinds of crazy stuff just to keep you out there picking that cotton boy. Okay, now it's just different. Now instead of making these guys multi-billionaires picking cotton, you're making them these guys multi-billionaires destroying your body to entertain people. You understand? You're entertaining people at the end of the day. Yeah, you're making good money, but is it worth it when you're dying at 55 years old? You see what I'm saying? So, but that's how it used to be. And the guys didn't miss games, and you didn't run, you run them into the ground. 
same as it's not slavery, but it's, it sounds kind of similar. Ran into the ground, they died on the on the field. Basketball was different. Very pro athlete, very progressive league. But 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 you got the Kawhi Leonard's. You already mentioned him. Other players sitting out, Zion Williamson, all these guys making all their money, not being penalized, not to play. Now you might not get all NBA and what all these other incentives. But you're getting all your lettuce. You're getting your entire contract. And to let me, me, that's the difference. Let me add something on top of that. Your, 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 your points are all valid. I'm with you on it. But I'm going to add something else on top of that, right? Yeah. So we crucify and we kill Russell Wilson for being a dork, for being lame, for putting his videos out there of him working out. Where are the videos of Deshaun Watson working out? Why is no one killing him? Why is no one calling him out? Have you heard anything good come out of Cleveland as how hard of a wor- hard worker he is? How good is he at the film? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But you got a guy like Russ, and I'm not defending Russell Wilson because I'm not a Russell Wilson fan. So great human being, though. You can't hate a guy like that. Yeah. But you're going to crucify that guy that everything that he does off the field is a plus and everything he tries to do on the field as far as work ethic is a plus but then you have deshaun watson over here on a jet running around everywhere but have you ever seen a video of him working out well i can and say come, this and how come no one calls him out for it i don't see a video of josh allen and, and patrick mahomes and all. oh no stuff. yes you do no, yes, you do. No, yes, really you do. If you really go don't. into if you go into NFL networking, you're just sitting there just chilling, watching, and you see these reporters go to these different camps, right? And you see their work ethics and you hear it from them. Now, I'm not killing Watson and telling him he doesn't work at all. But do you That's see anything like. of it? No, no, I, but do you do you, do you have you heard anything positive come out of Cleveland from I haven't heard any I haven't heard anything negative either. So his play I, looks like crap. He, he doesn't look, does look like himself. Well, mind you, he's coming from an injury. People want to focus more on him getting rub downs and stuff like that. He is coming off of an injury, which is why he was asking for those massages. He just liked the happy endings. But, um, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Don't, don't you? Don't answer that. So, um, <laughs> don't answer that. I know your wife's listening. <laughs> so, my point is, is that it's about the guaranteed money. If you don't have an incentive to get on the field, why would you rush back? All your money is guaranteed whether you play or not. You see what I'm saying? It's the same thing with basketball, which is why uh, baseball is a different beast. We have a sport, like a contact sport like football. It's a reason why they're like, hey, you you may get hurt. We're not going to pay you. Same thing with running backs. They're like, why would we pay you? You're going to get hurt. Why would, we don't have to pay you to sit out. But these guys make enough money where they can afford to do that, and they're proving that they can do that. But now once they do it, and I feel bad because it's a black quarterback. He's sitting there like, ah, I ain't going to with, with a bad rap sheet. You know, the most guaranteed all time, it just looks bad. And and this is why the and the NBA's already making changes. They they they, they come out with policies. Yeah, your money's fully guaranteed, but guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna get fined. Your organization yourself's gonna get it fined for not playing. They they have fines now. So yeah, you get your money, but we're gonna take some of it from you. So that's actually a pretty smart way of doing it. I'm not saying they're gonna do that in football. Football's still gonna try to have non-guaranteed, they're gonna hold on to that. The NBA can't not walk it back and go non-guaranteed contracts. They have to find other ways to get their money back, and that's what they're doing. Yeah, so I think I, Watson's I, is going to be the last fully guaranteed deal you're going to see for yeah, quite yeah, some absolutely, time. Yeah, absolutely. Because look at look at what uh, um, 
Lamar Patrick Jackson Holmes signed for. Can't get it. It ain't happening. Yep. Absolutely. That, that's all I gotta say about that. That that is that's a one turn deal. May not happen again for a decade. And before we move on, I hope he gets all the massages in the world because I love the way he played quarterback in Houston. I yeah. hate the way he looks in in, in Cleveland. And this is a better so, team. He doesn't yep. have D Hop. That's probably yep. a difference. But Amari Cooper went off. He doesn't get any tuds. He had four receptions, 108 yards from a backup quarterback and, and Walker who couldn't even throw him a touchdown. He got a, mm-hmm. he got 108 yards on four receptions. He was, he was trucking. He had a lot of yak on that one. Anyways, moving on. Dolphins destroyed the Panthers 42 to 21. We all saw that coming. The Panthers are definitely square in the sweepstakes for Caleb Williams. That's probably where he's going to go. We, speaking of Caleb Williams, real quick, did you hear the story saying he wants to have um, stake in the team if whoever drafts him? Yeah, give him his little quarter of a percent. I mean, whatever it is. That's I, all he's going to get. Well, this, he's not going to get much. He might get 1%, but this is the thing. He might get 1%. But um, this is the thing. He's only saying that as a flex. He's pulling an Eli Manning without pulling an Eli Manning. Yep. He, he's he's pretty much saying that to deter people from drafting him. When he goes can, to a contender or a real team, he'll he'll backtrack that. All can day. can you can you blame his nope. representatives for nope. doing it? Not Smart. at all. Because look, at the end of the day, when you have the leverage, you apply the pressure yep. to get what you want. Yep. I want, he might win the Heisman back to back. You know what I mean? So I I don't know. The the kid from Washington looks great. That's okay. He's at least going to be in the finals. He's going to be at that award ceremony. Back He'll back definitely here. be there. That's for sure. You yes. know, so my thing is, if you can do that, why not? And 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 the thing is this: he's not trying to do that. He's trying to get. He's trying to smear the scent away from him. Then it's like, if if I go there, then okay, cool. If I want to be in a shitty team, give me my stake. You know, and and, and I and people are killing him for it. I'm like, you guys don't understand. That was a super smart business tactic. Super smart move. It's a way of saying. Instead of saying how Eli and them do it, and people still don't kill him for it. I don't know why. They should be destroying him. Him and you know why. Eli Manning and Dan Marino you know why. crucified, but they don't and, do it. And, and also, John Elway did that. John well, Elway. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, John, John Elway, Elway did it. Really so, so, but yeah. the reason why Eli doesn't get crucified, it's because of his last name, Manning. That's the reality. It's it's a Manning. That's First football. family in the NFL. Yeah, exactly. Football it's football royalty. royalty. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then Elway, because look, you have to be a talent like Elway, Manning, Luck, like these guys that are coming out of college that you know are like pretty much a can't miss prospect right. and probably the best prospect you've seen in the last 10, 15 years right. that plays that quarterback position. So if Caleb Williams has that that leverage, use it. Yeah. And in worst case scenario, is let's hypothetically say the Bears draft him with the number one pick yeah. and they decide to give him 1%. Good for him. Yeah. And Why are you going to hate on the kid? trade Justin Fields. Exactly. Good for him. Get some pick. Get some more picks back. Exactly. So can't can't hate on him for it. And for the people that, that are saying, that, oh, that's messed up. He's being greedy. So yeah. what? He thinks he's just like, dude, if you have the leverage, do it. You, obviously, you guys don't own your own businesses. You guys don't understand. Yep. You got, so you, what? You, these are these are those people who are saying that are blue collar workers who don't know any different. Tell you no, right now, no. But if they were in that position, they would definitely max out. Well, you gotta they max don't, they it don't out. understand if, like, we're in those kind of positions. We're in those rooms. We understand leveraging. We don't understand asset retention. We understand all these different things because we have to do this every day. We, we, when we, me and you both saw, we're like, that's genius. Everyone else is killing him. I said, you guys obviously have the wrong mindset. You guys gotta sit back and think. Don't, don't, don't get caught into. You guys not killing Eli. You're not killing Elway. You're not killing Marina. You're not killing these guys. But you're gonna kill this kid. Who this is a smarter move. He's not saying, uh, 
Like his dad said something stupid. He was like, he's going to hold out another year. That's just dumb. You know, you get hurt. Your stocks are ever going to be higher than first pick. So yep. the difference is, is, oh. Ask Matt, ask Matt Liner how that went for him. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, at, this is a, whoever coached up on this, whoever his representative is, because I'm sure, I don't, I'm pretty sure he didn't come up with this on his own. So I think this was genius. Genius, in my opinion. And he, and he never gave a number on what the stake was. That's key. He never said what percentage. So I love it. All right, moving on. The Texas um, beat the Saints. They're both, well, no, yeah, they're both three and three right now. Is I love to see the parity in the league because there's a lot of teams three and three and four and two. So that's good well, that, to see. That division is very competitive as far as like the record wise. No, no one's running mean, away with uh, that. The AFC South or the NFC South? Yep, Those are- the AFC South. Yeah, because the NFC South also, they're right there. Yeah, the they're Saints very, yeah. yeah, they're very similar divisions, actually. Well, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they are. They really are. Um, and then what else we have after that? I have the Cardinals versus Rams. Uh, the Rams beat the Cardinals as expected, and they're also three and three. I'm telling you, it's crazy. And then the Eagles and Jets. Do you want to talk about the one it? That's we have to talk about. Absolutely. <laughs> The Jets beat the, and that's another one I thought to call, but I said that's too much of a stretch. But going off of last week, and I was like, and they're at home, and I was just thinking like, ah, but I was like, that that to me was too much of a stretch. I was going to call the Browns San Francisco. I, you go back to last week, I was teetering on it. But this one, we were like, nah, they're going to kill them. Boy, were we wrong. 20 to 14 Jets, what you got to say about that? Man, look, remember, I told you, I got to see the Jets defense up and close in Denver. Yeah. That defense is really, really good. They're, yeah. When you watch that game, did you see them, like, miss a tackle? No, man, no. these guys are sound. When they have to tackle someone, they're going to tackle them. When they get a chance to get sack someone, they're going to sack the quarterback and bring them down. None of these extra, you know, they didn't allow Jalen Hurts to get out of a sack and then here, here's a 30-yard pass to, and it takes off for a touchdown. No. When they get a chance to shut something down, they shut it down. Yeah. So that Jets defense is for real. Um, Zach Wilson is playing fine. It, there's nothing to brag about there. He's just not losing them the game. Now, as far as the Eagles, man, the Eagles need to go get a safety. They need to go get a safety. They need that back end help. They're that much better. Um I, I forgot the, the guy that they lost. I think they lost about him free agency, but they yeah. need to go out and trade. I think Justin Simmons from the Broncos is a perfect fit for them. You can say anybody from the defense. Broncos is a perfect no, fit. No, 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 Be- because the Broncos need to sell off. There's a lot of good players on the Broncos defense. They're just not playing together. I think if I'm the coach, I'm, I'm worried about my offense and, and keeping my defense intact and trying to get better. Even though the defense is playing like dog crap right now, I think it's more about um, the overall chemistry with the team. And I think you get one more year to Sean Payton. I think he should keep those assets. Nope. You trade them all off. But why are we talking about the Broncos? Let's keep going to the Eagles. Go ahead. Well, like I said, they need Justin Simmons. They need a safety back there. They really do. They need to shore up that defense. Well, that's not, that wasn't the issue. They only put up 14 points. Uh, Jalen Hurts got three three picks. That's that's not going to get it done. So you look at that, and it, it, you can't have Jalen Hurts be your leading rusher. You need okay. a better standard rushing attack. Well, what is for? This is a Super Bowl caliber team that got to the Super Bowl last year, right? Mm-hmm. Five and what one. Is, okay. If you're evaluating them, is there is Jalen Hurts the problem, or is it their defensive back end? Well, not if this they game, don't. Yeah, but you're but right. Overall, not this oh, game. and that's why I said by getting Justin Simmons a type or a safety like him. 
in that building for their defense to shore that up, they don't, in the back of their mind, they know, like, damn, we could get beat. Because you're not going to really run the ball down their throat, right? Their yeah. defensive front's stout. Yeah. As far as their offense, they, hey, it's a bad day. And credit to the Jets for making it a bad day for them. That's top three defense. Exactly. So the, the Eagles will rebound. Their offense will get clicking. They'll get going. That's what they're known for. It's I I think they have more issues on that back end. All right. Yep. It's surprising loss. I would not have called that one. I would have I would expect it to be close, but I would have expected the Eagles to come off and win that game. So they got a lot of things to fix. Lions beat the Buccaneers 20 to 6. I wouldn't even say they're a surprise team. I'm surprised they're five and one. I would have guessed they'd probably be four and two, but that's a one-game difference. Um, they've been playing excellent ball. Um, you know, uh Jared Goff is the MVP uh candidate. Uh, uh, Ahmad Said Ra had an awesome game 12 receptions 124 yards these guys are all playing lights out football right now um, the Giants Bills um, the fact that the Bills were the Giants were leading this game all the way to the fourth quarter tells me more about the Bills than it does the Giants the Giants just made some pretty bad moves I, I, I feel like they'll be better under Tyrod Taylor even though you know he made some bonehead plays late he doesn't usually turn the ball over like Danny Dimes so if, if 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 Tyrod can find a way to get the ball in the end zone, that's the difference of the game. They lost by five, 14-9. One touchdown, Giants win. So, yep. um, yeah, so it, it, their defense is showing up. Their running game is showing up with Saquon Barkley. It's just up to Tyrod to uh, find a way to get that ball in the end zone and still do what he does by not turning the ball over. He's been known for that his entire career. He, but he made too many mistakes in this game, and that's probably why they lost. we got to finish it up with the Cowboys and Chargers. Cowboys eke out a victory versus the Chargers because the Chargers um, just couldn't make plays late. Once again, always the same thing. Late pick, late sack, late pick, game over. Cowboys, game blouses. Cowboys equal out on their second home field, which is so fine. That's their <laughs> second home. Dude, it was 80-20, like you said. I thought it would be like 60. It was 80-20. Cowboy fans is so fine, bro. It was nuts, man. It was crazy. Dude, can I ask you something about the Chargers? And give me your honest... And I, I love Justin Herbert. But does Justin Herbert look like Justin Herbert of last year? No. So, if, I, if I'm going to talk smack about uh, Deshaun getting his money and then playing like crap after his money, you know damn well I'm going to go in on the goddamn Chargers and Herbert. He got paid right before the season, right? Yeah. Then where is he at? Because he's playing like junk. And I, don't, and, and I don't care about the stats. I don't care if it's on the stat sheet. It shows a threw for 300 yards, uh, two touchdowns, and a pick. If you watch the game, does he look like Justin Herbert? I didn't even nope. know he threw 300 yards. No, no, I'm just saying, hypothetically. I'm just, I just threw out I'm that saying, number. I'm, I'm, I, I'm like, he's on my yeah. fantasy team. I don't know. Right. But when you open it up and you look at the stats, like, oh, yeah, well, he had a decent game. No, dude. He didn't. How many times didn't he miss Kenny, Keenan Allen wide open in that game? Dude, he missed them like three times, twice for touchdowns. Yeah. He, he is not looking right. I don't know if that in, I know he has an injury to, to his non-throwing hand, which is he has a broken finger. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't, that's, sh- dude, he missed them by like 10 yards. Yes, I'm, look, I'm looking at it right now. He had 227 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Yeah. 
dude. It, but if you saw that, if you saw that, like, oh, okay, he had a decent game. It's only a second you know, pick the of the pick. season. Yeah, but dude, when he's in the pocket, he does not look right this year. And they're giving him time. He, he just looked bad the last two weeks. Vegas, he only had 167 yards. But if you look at the total, he had what? That's what? Six, back. seven. Go back he and has, watch these has, games. He has nine touchdowns, two picks. He's not looking too bad. No, like I said, you're looking at the stats sheet. I am looking at the stats watch, sheet. <laughs> watch the games. Dude, go back and watch. Just watch the games. Even if it's like a quarter of each game, just watch it. And you're gonna say, "Damn, he doesn't look comfortable in the pocket." I don't know if he if there's an issue with protection that he's not catching or something's going on. But if I'm gonna call out Deshaun Watson after getting paid and he looks like crap, well, I'm gonna call out Justin Herbert as well. I wouldn't give it the same amount of energy, but I hear what you're saying, my brother. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like Herbert. I think it's more to do about their coach, and I seriously doubt if he'll be there at. Oh, start that dude's next gone. He's that dude's gone. gone. And I know my dad's from heaven right now. He can't wait to see his, because he's a Chargers fan. He can't wait to see that guy. know what time it is it's my favorite part of the show it's the happy birthday so let's go Keisha Cole turns 42 this week and Eminem Eminem turns 51 Anthony Joshua turns 34 and Tito Jackson turns 7 Wyclef Jean turns 54 and Bryce Harper turns 31 Genuine Ride That Pony Brother turns 53 BG thank you for getting out of prison good job getting out of prison brother turns 43 Naomi Osaka congratulations on the baby she turns 26 uh, Dominic West, that's McNulty from The Wire. He turns 54. Neo turns 44. And Super turns 43. John Mayer turns 46 this week. Lil Dirk turns 31. And Lindsey Vaughn turns 39. And Bleed turns 61. Floyd Mayweather Sr. turns 71 this week. And King Cairo Stevenson, that's Tyga and Black China's baby. And did you know that Chris Brown is the godfather? Evander Holyfield turns 61 this week. And Chase Dillon turns 14. Jose Bautista turns 43, and he is from the MLB. Queen Nyjah turns 28. MLB young, but NBA young boy, he turns 24. And Mariah Mills turns 32. Gia, Snoop Dogg turns 52. Nate Johnson, first black woman astronaut, turns 67. Kamala Harris, Vice President Kamala Harris, turns 59. Chris Kirkpatrick turns 52. He is from NSYNC. And John Krasniski turns 44. Ziggy Marley turns 55 this week. And Paige Beckers in the NCAA, Iowa, she turns 22. You can't see her. Mike Judge from King of the Hill. Mike Judge turns 61. ASAP Ferg turns 35. Zach Efron turns 36. Kim Kardashian turns 43. And Doja Cat turns 28. Um, Baby Bash. Remember Baby Bash? Baby Bash turns 48. And Jean-Claude Van Damme turns 63. Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner, welcome home. She turns 33. Judge Judy turns 81. And John Lithgow turns 78. That's the final one. We have some honorable mentions. Penny Marshall passed away 2018, would have been 80 this week. Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury passed away last year, 2022, would have been 98 this week. 
Manute Bowl passed away 2016, 2010. 2010 would have been 61 this week. Chuck Berry, the some say the inventor of rock and roll, Chuck Berry, passed away 2017, would have been 97 this week. Tom Petty passed away 2017 as well, would have been 73 this week. Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, passed away 2022, would have been 65 this week. Asuka Celia Cruz passed away 2003, would have been 98 this week. And finally, Suzanne Summers missed her birthday by one day. She passed away earlier this week, would have been 77 this week. But that's all the birthdays we have this week, guys. Now, back to our show. Oh, missed one. My bad. Mickey Mantle passed away 1995, would have been 92 this week. Now, that's all the birthdays we have this week, guys. Now, back to our show. Out of here. So that was our week six recap. Tell me, my brother, who beat who this past week? We are both at nine and six. <laughs> and then that brings us to the total of the whole season. Mike, you're gonna laugh at this. What is I it? am 61 and 30 for the wow. season. You, my friend, okay. are 61 and 30. Oh, come we're on. We're tied, buddy. <laughs> oh my god, halfway through the season and we're tied. No, it's not halfway, it's almost half. So we're tied. Re- remember week five when I went five and nine. Yes, that's the up. one that allowed, yeah, you caught up you. on that. I told but you. We are 61 and 30 for the season. I had and three then, bad weeks in a row where you were beating me. I beat you pretty good the first week. Three bad weeks, and then I came back. The other week, I destroyed you. And I could have beat you by more because I, I I was indecisive. Well, you right, keep I, I, the I, Raiders. I went, no, because I went against my Raiders that week, and I beat you bad. I could have if I would have just picked my Raiders that week, I would have I would have destroyed you that week. I'll be up by one. The one time I didn't pick the Raiders, they they won. And I picked the Raiders. Yeah, and you picked them, and I didn't. That was the difference. And you still had a horrible week. Imagine if I picked the Raiders. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would have destroyed you. So um, that's all good. So with that, we move on to week seven. Week seven. I'll let you go through it because I know my order is always off. So Thursday night, we got the Jags at the Saints. Who wow. you got? Wow. Wow. Oh, God. That's on Prime Video. Short week. Um Jaguars with some injuries. So are the Saints a little banged up. Um, That's a toss-up game, isn't it? It's, it's a toss-up game because yeah. they have they have the Saints at home, and it's only a plus one or minus one, if you will. They have the, the Saints uh, uh, minus one favorites at home. Usually at home, you get at least two points. So that lets you know they're leaning towards the Jaguars. I'm going to go with the Jags. The Jags are on a hot streak. They've won three straight. So I'm going to go with the Jags. I'm taking the Jags as well, and there's only one reason why. That is a 50-50 game in my eyes. But the reason I'm going to go with the Jags is because of the quarterback. And as much as I like Derek Carr, Derek Carr tends to mess up on Thursdays. They'll have one good Thursday game and then three really bad ones. And against good defense. Jaguars are top top 10 defense. Exactly. So that's why I'm going with the Jaguars on that one. So as move, we move along, we got the Falcons at the Bucks. Ugh, damn, it's another toss-up, huh? Um, I'll maybe. go with the Bucks. 
I'm gonna take the Bucks on that. Yeah, as the, much the, as I want to take the Falcons, but I'm gonna take the Bucks on it. The line will agree with you. They're two and a half favorites. Um, they say the Bucks should win that game, so you know what I'm gonna do. I'm going with the Falcons. All right, take the Falcons on that one. All right, next game, your nasty, disgusting Raiders ugh, against the Bears. The Bears. And I think uh, Fields is out, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna. Take I think the I think I think Garoppolo's hurt too. And though. so's Garoppolo. Oh yeah. god damn, that's. That, I'll take the Raiders in that. Still taking the Raiders. <laughs> I think they have a decent backup. Um, the thing is, I think the Raiders play better. It's not. It's Hoyer. No, 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 no. It's Brad no, no. Hoyer, not Collins. It's Hoyer. I'm Hoyer. going. I'm going with the Bears. You going with the Bears? I'm going with the Bears. What, what made you change? Because you you said Hoyer. Oh okay. Uh, well, okay. What's wrong with Hoyer? I just don't think he's gonna be able to win that game. I take Hoyer over Collins, and Hoyer is better for Devontae Adams. Um, Garoppolo, I saw that game. He it like he tried to get Devontae Adams hurt because he talked trash to the media about him, and <laughs> and it seems it seems like he he likes to hook up with Jacoby Myers a lot because that's his ex teammate in New England, and um, I noticed that because I, I have Devontae Adams on my team and I cut Jacoby Myers. And I'm seeing Jacoby Myers putting up decent comparable numbers to Devontae Adams. That should never be the case. So then I watch a few clips. I'm like, this dude tried to get Adams killed. Remember that play? And it ended up being a pick. Mm-hmm. He got popped. Got yeah, yeah. You know, they lost the game. I'm like, dude. So now with Hoyer out there, I see Adams' numbers going up. And I, I still feel like he's going to spread the ball around. And they're going against the Bears. The Bears, if they had Khalil Mack, because he always makes it personal when he goes against the Raiders. As you saw him do with the Chargers, he had six sacks. You know, so um, I'm going to go with the Raiders on the road. They are three-point favorites. All right, All right, next one. I might switch my pick, but I'm going to stick with the Bears for now. Uh, Browns at Colts. Mm, damn. I'm taking the Browns. <laughs> he, I'm even going, with a backup. I'm, with going a backup. To, I'm going with the Browns as well. They are two-and-a-half-point favorites. And, and it sucks for the Colts. Uh, Richardson, season-ending sh- so, uh, shoulder surgery. Excuse yeah. me, guys. That yeah. sucks for and them. I, and I don't feel like Gardner Minshew is going to throw another three picks. I'm focusing more on the fact that he threw um, – well, well, I, it's I, the Browns defense. Yes, yeah, the Browns defense. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going with the Browns as well. Next one. Commanders at the Giants. I go first. I got the Commanders. Yeah, same here. There's okay. not much to talk about there. All right. Next game, Lions at Ravens. Ooh, that's an yeah. excellent game. And you know what? I'm going to – I'm just, we're going to come back to that game. We'll co- right. keep going there. Okay. Uh, Bills at Patriots. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Bills. Same. Cardinals they are, they are, at they are eight and a half point favorites. The Bills yeah, on the road. Oh, but but real quick on Buffalo, man. What did I tell you about the Bills? How did they look last week? You didn't trust they, them. You don't yeah, trust I don't. Them. I don't trust them because of that. But yeah. it's the Patriots. I think the Patriots are going to start tanking. Uh, we'll move no, along. I won't say they're tanking. I just think their team sucks. It's they're going to. Well, yeah, but they're going to start tanking. Belichick's sooner. Yeah, sooner or later, they're going to start tanking. They're going right. to have to. Uh, as we move along, Cardinals at Sea Chickens. Um, I got the Seahawks. So you got the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm not going to take the Cardinals. I don't trust them either. What? Dom's been balling. Yeah, but I still don't trust them. Every time I pick them, they, lo- they lose. So I'm not picking them again. Steelers at Rams. Um, that's a that's a home game for the Rams. I'm taking the Rams. Steelers at Rams. Steelers at Rams. You got the Rams? Yeah, I'm gonna take the Rams. Hmm. You make it's almost making me take the Steelers. Rams are three point favorites. 
as much as I want to pick the Steelers, because I do like the Steelers, it's just I'm not going to. It's the Rams. They're playing at home. They tend to play better at SoFi. Yeah, I have to agree. I, I want to take the Steelers just to be different, to get those edges. But um, I'm going – I think Puka uh, Pua Nakua is going to go off. And I think they're going to try to focus on Cooper Cup, who's been balling the last two weeks. Now Nakua is going to go off. So I got the Rams as well. All right. And then we'll move along. This is a pretty good game. Chargers at Chiefs. That's a good game. Afternoon game. Chargers Ooh. at Chiefs. I'll go first. I got the Chiefs. Chiefs. I'm going to stick with the Chiefs as well, as much as I don't want to. <laughs> but we got all the same picks. No, no, no. It sucks because every time I pick the Chargers, they lose. So Easy. I, they I, lost yeah. three games. They won two. So Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, no. No. So we'll move along. Packers at Broncos. I'm going to see it on my schedule. I see it. Packers or, Packers or Broncos. You go first. <laughs> I'm going to take the Broncos. I got the Packers. All right. We'll move along. Dolphins at Eagles. Mm, Sunday Ooh. night football. But you still you're still gonna skip the Lions and Ravens till till now? Huh? You're still skipping the Lions and Ravens? Yeah, yeah. We're, I'm gonna go back to that one. All right. Dolphins or Eagles. Who you got? God, that's a yeah, it, it's 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 the Alabama Bowl. Bama Boys Bowl. Tua versus Hurts. Hey, look, both play the same I, team. I want to take the Dolphins. I want just because of their offense. I'm gonna take the Dolphins. How are you gonna do it? They're, they're Eagles. Eagles are the favorites, two and a half points. I'm gonna take the Dolphins. I just think the fact that the Eagles back end is not gonna be able to keep up with the Cheetah and with the weapons. I think they're gonna be able to break some big plays in that game. I agree, and I have the Eagles defense on one of my uh, fantasy teams, so I'm actually going to take the Dolphins. You know what? All right. I, mm, it's Sunday night football. That front, hold on, that D-line from the Eagles mm-hmm. can give two of problems. I'm going to go with the Eagles. I'm switching. I was All right, you're Dolphins. switching. I'm going, to, I'm going to the Eagles. All right, so we got you down for the Eagles. And then on the Monday and I, night. And I, and I have two as my quarterback in one of my leagues. I have the Philly defense. It's my defense in another league. But two is right now number one rated quarterback in fantasy sports. I'm going to go with Tua. All right, and then oh, no, 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 on... no. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going with the Eagles. I'll go with the Eagles. You got yeah, right. you already chose the Dolphins. I'm going. With the yeah. Eagles. All right, go ahead. So that and then Monday night, 49ers at the Vikings. Hmm. I'm taking the 49ers, even with the injuries. Me too. Seven point favorites on the road. Yep. So then let's go back to that Lions Ravens game. Man, that's a real tough game to to pick. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stick. With, I'm gonna go with the Lions. Because how many games did they win last year in a row before the season ended? Six? Um, I believe it was six or seven. Yeah, six or seven plus all the... Dude, they're like nine and one or something like that or or 12 and one over that I, span. I, I think they're 11 and one. Yeah, it's, it's something crazy. Games. So I'm going to st- I'm gonna keep writing the Lions there. We're going to go with the Lions. Um, you suck. To, Baltimore is a three-point favorite. You sure? Look... As much as I I like the Ravens and I think they're they're a sneaky team that can get in the playoffs and make some noise, I just man, I'm not gonna go against the Lions. And as and, much as I want to, because like I said, I like the Ravens, I'm sticking with the Lions. And I have Jared Goff in one league, but he's my backup. I might have to start him. I have um, Lamar Jackson in another league. Like I have all these quarterbacks, man, and I don't know which way to go. 
the fact I was going to go with the Lions, but you picked them first. I'm like, we got to have some. I think we would have one game different. We have two game difference: Broncos, um, and then uh, Browns and Colts. I think. Can't remember. No, no, no. no we have Raiders, Bears. Bears. Raiders, yeah, Raiders, Bears. Bears. And then we have Broncos. Um, who was it? Who was it? Broncos. Who? who? Yeah. Broncos. Packers. And then we got the Dolphins. Eagles. Yeah. You picked Eagles. Dolphins. That's three games I, that are I that would be different. I know, but I can switch up on this one too. There's Ravens, Lions. I was going to choose the Lions, but I feel like I should choose the Ravens now. They are the three-point favorites at home, and it's not like Ravens aren't a good team. We just haven't seen it consistently. Mm-hmm. The Lions, we're watching them. They're looking like the team to beat in the NFC right now. They look like a, they're like a top three team in the NFC, top five in the league over the Ravens. They are looking better, power rankings-wise. But I feel like I was going to choose the Lions, but because you're choosing them, I feel like I have to choose the Ravens. You don't um, have are, to. You they can are, stick with the Lions. They are a three-point. I, I need to beat your ass. <laughs> and, and, and it's not like it's an easy, like, it's not like, I'm on, it's not like I'm on a limb. It's not like I'm choosing, you know, the, the Patriots or something. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm going on a limb here with this pick. Like, they could totally beat them. They are the favorites. So, um, I'm going to go to, uh, you know, I'm going to go with the team that I actually like. And I like I like Lamar Jackson. Mm, I do like the Lions. <laughs> this isn't easy. Um, no, that's why that's why I wanted to circle back listen, to this game. If because, OBJ me, can be half as good as OBJ, boom. So Lions, you're saying? I'm going with the Ravens. All right. So I'll put you down for the Ravens. And that gives us week seven picks. Yeah. We're all done with that. Yep. We'll move along. And before we keep moving yep. into the NBA or anything else, mm-hmm. I just want to ask you a question. Yo. On since the NFL trade deadline is coming up very soon in the next couple of games, uh, one more after this week, it's the following week. Mm-hmm. So you have 10 days till the trade deadline, roughly. Mm-hmm. What team do you see trying to make a move that needs it the most? At get better? Time? Yep. It's probably going to be the Ravens. I feel like Ravens are going to try to get um, Devontae Adams or another type of uh, receiver. Um, I feel like there's teams in the league that know they're not, they don't have a chance to win and they're going to try to fire sell. So Broncos being one, Raiders being another. Um, the Chargers are too stubborn to know that they're not a contender. Um, I feel like the, um, I don't know what the Bears are going to do. I don't know if they have enough assets. I can see no, them being the, players in the market. Uh, no, the Patriots no. don't have much assets either. So really, the Broncos and the Raiders, and and maybe the Falcons, but the Falcons look stubborn no, too. I'm I'm asking you, what teams that are contenders that can, what players do you see them targeting? Like, let's hypothetically say you just said the Ravens, right? Mm-hmm. The Ravens getting uh, Devontae Adams would be nice. I actually sent you an interesting trade uh, scenario. Who says no in that, right? Okay. Do they go after a guy like Jerry Judy? They they can get way cheaper. Mm-hmm. Can they go after a guy like Cortland Sutton? They were sniffing on him last season. Do the Bills go after a linebacker after that injury they had? A, what teams, pick three teams off the top of your head, need trades the most at this moment? Need Going trades. Into the, this is the yeah, thing. They, to me, the Ravens don't need trades. Everyone was talking about how good their wide receiver core was, but OBJ just hasn't been doing it, and Zay Flowers is barely getting open. But you know, this is Zay is a rookie, and they, they got to finally get the ball to him. And and as much people don't want to admit it, we're seeing it. Lamar Jackson is he he's not as good as we they thought he was. He he still looks like a running quarterback to me. Like these guys are getting a little bit of separation. Maybe they need to change to work on their play calling schemes. 
But this is the best receiving core he's ever had. And don't forget, he still has one of the best tight ends in the game. So at the end of the day, brother, you got paid, perform. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of any containing teams that can use more help. I think the Rams already show that they will make moves. The Rams look like they could, they're, they're right in a hunt to win that division. All you got to do is win your division. You get to um, have home field first round of the playoffs. So the Rams could get, go ahead and get a decent running back. There's good running backs out there not being used. Um, I see, I can see the Rams, the Rams had Kareem Hunt. Listen, they would use Kareem Hunt a lot better than, than Cleveland's using right now. They're using Ford a lot. They're not using Kareem Hunt. He's their backup. Rams could use him as their starting running back right now. All right. How about Henry? Henry's not going anywhere. But would you, where would you like to see him go? On Henry? a contender, yes. Because the, if you're the, the Titans, the best, look, hold on. The best spot for Henry is easy. It's Baltimore. Yeah. So that that's what I'm. Those are the questions I'm asking. Like, as far as teams that could be contenders, what players can they go target, and what players should ask to get moved to go to a contender? Henry won't ask like, to get moved. It's not in him. I would love to see him move on. He he deserves to be on a different squad and go get himself a Super Bowl ring. Baltimore, the way they play, he, he fits there better, and it, it will make them the to me the title favorites just from adding him alone. Um, you know, no one else. I can't think of another place. Maybe the Eagles, but not really. It's really Baltimore. Baltimore, that 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 RPO uh, is going to be ridiculous. How about your thoughts on the Cowboys? No, you don't see them trying to make a move for like Hunter Hunter Renfro. No. You know, he the Raiders are not using him, right? No, they're not. But I can't see a team giving up much of anything to get him. He doesn't move the needle for any of these teams. They don't need a Hunter Renfro. No, they don't. They, they have three solid receivers. They don't need Hunter Renfro. And Dak's not that guy. You, if you're going to give a Hunter Renfro, you need a, some, you need a quarterback. Remember, remember how good he – well, not how good, but remember how Beasley looks for him? I understand that. It, isn't that yeah. a type of guy that he might need a security blanket type guy? I totally because, look, hear you. But look, is CD Lamb a bona fide number one? No. no, he's a he's a tweener. Yeah, he's a tweener. Exactly. He's not a number one. He's not a guy that's gonna break one and take off. They were All actually right. talking about this on um, um, with Skip and Sherman. Sherman was saying it. this is not a guy that he could have broke so many tackles and made these into touchdowns. He's not that dude. So how does Hunter help you in that regard? It's just giving him a security blanket to nah. keep moving those chains. Nah, he 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 misses his he misses Schultz. Okay, he needs a better tight end. That's your security blanket. Not 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 a not a W three, not a WR three, a pocket passer. You know, another uh, Archuleta type. No, Amendola type. I'm sorry, not a uh, Danny Amendola type. No, that's not that's not the key. You, you need a you need a um you need a a wide receiver one before you need a wide receiver three or four. I so, have a feeling we're going to be touching bases on this next week. We'll see. We'll see. With that trade deadline coming. Moving on to the NBA. Um, biggest story right now is definitely, definitely James Harden soccer. This is getting ridiculous. This is getting ridiculous. James Harden right now is home in Houston while his team is preparing for the final preseason game. He said he might play. That's what we're hearing, but he might not even play. This, this is different now. Now with this new law, new rule, it's going to cost him money. But this is the thing. He's already cost himself tens of millions of dollars already by accepting this and not accepting that, which I believe is the impetus 
the reason why he doesn't want to be with Daryl Morey because I feel like Daryl Morey convinced him to do otherwise. He left so much money on the table, accepting this, not accepting that, all to get his way. Throwing tantrum after tantrum wherever he goes. Oh, I don't want to be here. Oh, you didn't, you lied to me. You're the biggest liar. I never did. Like the stuff he's doing. I want to agree with him, but it's very difficult. At this point, I don't like people not honoring their contracts at the end of the day. And he's, uh, people talk, say what you want about LeBron James. He always honors his contracts. He moves around, yes, but at the end of his contract. If you want that flexibility, sign one year at a time. You don't have to do these extensions for long years. Get your money. You want to get your money and then not honor your contract. I, I I don't mess with it. I don't mess with that at all. Kevin Durant, I don't believe did that either. I could be wrong, maybe once. But, you know, Kyrie's done it. Harden's done it. I'm not really feeling it. I'm not really feeling it at all. Paul George has kind of done it too when he was in Indy. I, I'm not feeling it. So what's your thoughts on the whole James Harden thing? So I think there's a couple layers there. So the first layer, you have to look at the coach for the Sixers. You got to look at Nurse. Now he's looking at his locker room like, okay, what does he do? What does he do and, and go to Maury and say, do you move this guy? Do you need to get him out of the locker room at this point? Because he told you one thing and now he's doing something else, which I mean is Harding is. Uh, does Nurse look at Embiid, Maxi, and Harris? Is that good enough to win the East? No. No, not at all. And then in that trade, what the Sixers want with it, because the only partner is the Clippers at this moment, right? They want a first, they want a pick swap, they want Terrence Mann, and they want the salary fillers to be able to take on that salary because they have to swap salaries there. Man, and then the last thing that I got to ask you is why is James Harden specifically picking the Clippers. Is it because his game really matches them? No. You want to know why he's picking the Clippers? He wants to get paid. He understands that's the richest owner in sports, which is Bomber, and he needs to try to make up some of this money that he left on the table by going to Philly. Because come on, man, does that really work for him? He just wants to get a contract. He wants to get paid. He's showing his true colors over the last couple of years. How many places hasn't he done this to? I hear you. And I understand where you're coming from because he's upset because now he's not going to get paid from Philly. But you got to understand, Kawhi and Paul George's contracts are going to expire soon. He's not going to get paid there. So well, I, I know that. You know that. But in his mind, he's this from... Is the He's this from is a different kind of cat. You got to remember, no, he no, he's from here. It's not about getting paid. I I, I think he's like I want to I want to finish my career where I'm comfortable. I'm not going to win a championship. At least I have a chance. But if he's like, say I don't win a championship, at least I'm home with my boys. You got Russ, Kawhi, Paul George, and himself. They're all from Cali. They're all from Southern California. They can all play together. It'd be like a dream. It'd be like a it'd be it'll be a fun time for him. It's not about money. It's not about winning. It's about him just being comfortable where he's at and playing for a, a president, general manager who hasn't, he feels, did him dirty. He just doesn't feel comfortable being there because he felt like he was lied to. It's like they cost him tons of millions of dollars. And he's like, you know what? Screw that. Send me home. I don't think it's about the money at all. So what do you do if it's uh, if you're the Sixers? Um, you know what? If I'm the Sixers, I stay pat. I'm like, go ahead and cost yourself money. You pout all you want to. Like, I don't care what you want to do because they wish they had another trade partner. They said, we'll trade your ass. We don't care. 
or you're not going to go where you want to go like Dame. Dame, you're not going to Miami. We're going to take the best deal. And that's what they did. Same thing with Paul George. You're not going to LA. We're going to send your ass to OKC. That's what they did. Only person who got what they wanted really is two people, KD and AD. That's it. And even when they moved KD, they said, hold on, let's do a signing trade so we can get something for him. They got D'Angelo Russell, which they flipped that and got um, Aaron Wiggins. Mm -hmm. Boom. You know what I mean? So they go to, and they won a championship right off the bat. And that's what rarely happens. You know, so, and and New Orleans just threw away all their money. Josh Hart, why'd you let him go away? That was so stupid. Um, um, Lonzo Ball, he played the best with Zion. Like, I know Brandon Ingram's really good and and, and his it looks bad now because Lonzo's hurt. But looking back then, I would have traded B.I. B.I. doesn't mesh well with Zion. Lonzo nope. worked perfectly with him. I would have sent off B.I. and got a lot of stuff for him because of the fact he was a borderline um, all-star and 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 um, Zoe wasn't. Zoe only making $20 million a year. You could have done that. Yep. So I just feel like I just feel like they were poorly managed why they got rid of Griffin. I just feel like New Orleans was poorly managed. But my point of saying all this is, is that most players who say pick where they want to go, they really don't go there. I feel like if I'm Philly, I'm letting them stay because the best package for him, the best player to pair, uh, pair him with, is Embiid. Is where he's at right now. He's being emotional. And if actually, if I feel as if because I feel like it's a players' league, if I'm the owner, I sit down with him and I go over everything and I find out because he says I'll never play. His key words is I'll never play for him again. And Daryl Morey, fire Daryl Morey. What has he done? What has he done? Has the team got better under him? What have they done? So Darren Morey, you, you right when you hired him, he started a whole big old thing in China, like right off the bat. And my thing is, is he doing that much better than Elton Brand? What is he doing? What has he done? Look, I, I'm not going to defend Daryl Morey on this. No, not at all. But I'm also not going to give in to Harden. You just basically make him stay his ass at home. And no, you, you do can't, not make. You can't do that. You can't no, do that. Now hey, the rules. Well, what, what are you going to do? He's going to poison the well. No, you, no, no, no. You can't tell him to stay home. He has to choose to stay home. Then it costs well, him. Yeah, let him choose to stay home. Okay. You do not move him unless you get the package that you need back, because you have to look at the what's going on in the East now with the Bucks and the Celtics. The Celtics are still the Celtics, and you know they're they're very good basketball team they're my favorite in the east yeah so and then you still have miami so where are you coming in on that oh you were supposed we have to say this before we're done because we're running out of time i forgot because the nba starts next week we're splitting all the time on harden Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i forgot about that we got to get this out there looking at the landscape of everything seeing all these different teams playing seeing win benyama seeing chet holmgren seeing all these different things going on and taking place we gotta look at this. The the the, the league. <laughs> now you need the top six to make it. Everyone's trying to get top six. No one's trying to be top eight anymore. It's top six. No one wants to be in the play-in scenario, right? The seven through ten. Let's let's go through this. I want I want to. I should write this down. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna look this up real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have it in front of me, right? Let me look at the NBA. Okay, this is the wrong tab. Wrong tab again. I've got all fantasy sports. I apologize. Okay, I got a lot of fantasy sports. Anyways, when you look at the NBA next year, projections, we got to get this out because we. I don't want to do this next week because the season already starts next Tuesday, right? Speaking of that, you still haven't paid your dues for the basketball league. I know. And, I'll, I'll do that tomorrow for you. But I, I, I need. I want to do twelve. We only have six. 
So I'm trying to replace people's um, Stephen Vaughn. Uh, he, he checked out and AC already said he's checked out. We got 10 people still in the group chat saying they uh, at least make it, it seem as if they want to do it. I don't know. Um, but it's sad. $50 buy-in and I'm, I've never had this kind of problem before. It's ridiculous. The draft is Sunday. It's because we're all into football right now. That's why. But we're into football every year. It's not an excuse. The, the league has been open for a month. I opened it over a month ago. I actually opened it before then. So like, look, you know, let, anyways, let, let's let's go through the East real quick. Oh, well, I'm not going to do the projections just yet. No, no. I but let's just go over. Give me, give me your top but, six teams. But like, look, look, I'm just going to go over the teams right now, right? You have Milwaukee. You All have of them? Boston. No, no. I'm just like, I'm kind of going over what happened last year and what we think is going to happen this year. So you had, excuse me, you had Milwaukee, Boston, 76ers, Cavaliers, Knicks, Nets, Heat, Hawks, Raptors, Bulls. Those were your 10 teams. So now if you're you're looking at Philadelphia, right? Philadelphia is going to not have in Harden. You're assuming he's not going to play. You're still going to have one and two is probably going to be the same. Maybe flip-flop or, you know, between uh, the Celtics and the Bucks. But you're going to see the 76ers probably tumble down a bit. Um, you still have Cleveland. The Knicks, I think, yeah, the Knicks are going to be the Knicks. You know, nothing. The Nets, the Heat are going to be much better than what they were last year. They were, what, a seventh seed? I think they'll get into that sixth, uh, hold, fifth hold seed. On. Let, let's, let's do it like this. Not to cut you off, Tony. Let's do it like this. I need you to give me your top six teams, projected top six teams, Order, like give me the, I don't say no order. I want the order. Top six teams in the East and then your biggest surprise. So I'm gonna go. Are you tired of spending your entire weekend at dealerships only to feel as if you got a raw deal? Don't you hate all the back and forth and haggling for countless hours? Imagine this. While you're at work or having dinner or just enjoying life, the people at Pure Diamond Auto are working a great deal on your behalf. With Pure Diamond Auto, they have a team of former sales and finance managers who know all the tricks of the trade. Call 562-PDA-7888 today for a free consultation. That's 562 Seven eight eight eight. What can I say? I love PDA. Will Milwaukee, Boston. Okay. I'm going to go with Cavaliers at third. Okay. Uh, 76ers in that fourth spot. Mm. Then the Heat in the fifth spot. Nets and then Knicks. That's why I'm going to stay w- within those seven. Hold on, let me get that. Let me Seven. It's got to be six, brother. Hold on. Let, let, let me get that. You said Bucks, Milwaukee, Boston. And you said, who'd you have in the third? Cavs? Who'd you have there? So, so I had, so I have Milwaukee, Boston, Cleveland, 76ers, Heat, and Nets. Heat and Nets. That that's that's your that's, your that's six. my six. So I guess your surprise team is also the Nets. I'm guessing. Or yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll put an asterisk there. That's your surprise team. Yep. All right. All right. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do my same. I'm gonna do my my East, right? 
I got Boston, Milwaukee. So we switched there. Boston, Milwaukee. All right. Trying to think. It should be Heat, right? It should be Heat, but I say no. I also have the Cavs. Because even though the, the Heat represented, I feel like they took a step back. Losing Gabe Vincent is huge and other players. So I have the Cavs. Um, who else do I have there? Um, then I'll have the Heat. I'll give them some love. Top four. Right? I have the Heat. And then I have the Knicks. I got the Knicks in there. So I got one, two, three, four, five. And my sixth team, I got the Raptors. Toronto. Why not? I got Toronto over the Nets. Where did you have the 76ers? Oh, why? I, I don't feel like they're going to keep... Um, I, I know Embiid is there. But I, I don't I don't trust it. I feel like they're going to go in a downward spiral. New coach. A lot of turnover. But you know what? You're right. Tyrese Maxey makes up a, a big difference. They mm-hmm. set Tobias Harris. So I'll, ha- I, I'll, I'll have um, the Sixers there. I'll have the 76ers yeah. there. That's why I said one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, six was in a six spot. I have them there. And I and, and my big surprise team, my surprise team will be the Magic. I think they're gonna have a really good year. I feel like the Magic, maybe there's Pacers, but definitely the Magic have a lot of good young talent. I think Paolo Banchero is gonna take another leap. Chicago, I'm afraid of what's happening with them. Um, Zoe, they say he's gonna miss another season, but they he's projected to come back and his last year of a contract. Oh, look at that. Big surprise. He's going to have a contract here and he's going to play. So, um, <laughs> right? So that's my big surprise. So now we're going to the West. Going to the West side, to the West side, the best side. Um, dude, the West going. is so crazy. It's dude. ridiculous, bro. It's, it's ridiculous. so crazy. It's, it's so ridiculous. hard to say the six. You're, you're better off just saying, I'm not going to give them to you. I'm, I can't even <laughs> give you an order, but I'll just tell you. No, nope, I want an order. I want an order. I want an, I'm going to hold you. I want an order. Denver. Okay, you got Denver. Phoenix. Phoenix. Lakers. Lakers. Warriors. Dubs. Clippers. Clip City, Chip City. And Mavericks. Mavs. Major top six. Mm-hmm. All right. What made you choose the Mavs at the six? It's Luka, man. Luka, they they got to figure that out. Mm. There's, they have to figure that out. For Luca's sake, because come on, man, Kyrie is a baller, and Luca's got to look at him and say, if I have any shot in upsetting any any of these guys in the in the West, mm-hmm. he's gonna be my best shot to do because you're stuck with him regardless for the next year. Okay, they're not so, gonna trade him. So who do you have as your surprise team? Or... No, there is no surprise. That's what it's gonna be. Those are gonna be my <laughs> six. I mean, you have a six, but like, you know, who do you think is going to do something that's not expected? I think the Pelicans can be a sneaky good team, man. Yeah. Pels. Okay. Actually, no. I think the Thunder are going to be sneakier than they are. You're about to get into my list right now. (laughs) Yeah. I think the Thunder are going to be the sneakiest one of all of them. And dude, I didn't even even say Sacramento. Yep. I was about to tell you. Sacramento is the third best team. And so is Memphis was number two. And you got them both not in your top six. Well, Memphis because of the whole jaw thing. What, John's not going to be there. Twenty-five games. I think they're going to be behind the eight ball. They're going to go in through the play-in for sure. They're going to have to go in through the play-in. And then think about this: a lot of that whole situation with Jaw and then uh, with Dylan Brooks being there, they rubbed a lot of teams in the West wrong. So you know, every team in the West is going to give them their best shot every single night, knowing even Jaw's not playing that night. They're going to try to go ahead and stop the. You know what? out of them um 
And I think the Kings are not going to be able to surprise teams like they did last year. And I like Good the point. Kings. They, they snuck up on a lot of teams last year. Yeah. They're not going to be able to do that on a nightly basis. Now every team's going to be like, hey, it's the Kings. We got to, we have to, they're young. We have to make sure we play up. We can't play down to them, period. Because anytime you hear the Sacramento Kings, especially us being Laker fans, what would you think? Oh, we're going to play down to them. It's just the Kings. Well, don't you think other organizations saw them the exact same way? They're not going to see them the same way this year. All right. All right. Well, well, our list is completely different. Our our top two are the same, except for I have Phoenix number one. I don't. I think that that they're they're top heavy, but they're going to be just one of the most efficient, probably of all time. Top three easily best efficient, offensively efficient team. And it's gonna be hard to beat to to outscore them. That's what it's gonna be. So track me. Go ahead and try to outscore a team, put up 120 plus a night. Good luck. So I got Phoenix number one. Out of respect for Denver, I have them number two. And then I have my Lakers number three. They're just too deep. Lakers are very, very deep. And that's gonna help them through the season when LeBron and AD take their 20 plus game absences. All right. Now this rig is tricky. This rig is tricky. You say Memphis may take a slide. I say no to that. You still have your defensive player of the year in um, Triple J, right? And you have the, the reigning one, the one before him and Marcus Smart, he joined his team. So yeah, no job, you got Marcus Smart. You lose Dylan Brooks to me, that's a bonus. That that That's that's addition by subtraction. And you add Marcus Smart in there, someone's gonna help lead that troop and be a better leader. I got them. And now you also have Aquaman coming back. He was the biggest reason why they were playing so well. People didn't take account of why Josh Jackson and, and the team was getting such rebound. They were losing their rebounds, which is part of defense. Steven Adams being back in the middle and Brandon Clark both being healthy and adding Marcus Smart. I'm sure they could win at least 17 of those 25 games without Ja Morant. And the team usually played better without Ja anyway uh, in the last couple of seasons. So I got Memphis there. And my fourth, they take a small dip from second to fourth, but that's it. They still stay in the top six. After that, that's where it gets interesting. That's where it gets interesting. I got Golden State there because they're just too good. And I think Chris Paul helps them in a regular season, hurts them in a postseason. All right. And so I have, what, five? So my sixth spot, uh, I am going to go with, mm, I don't trust the Clippers. And I, t- I also believe Sacramento will take a step back. But I'm going sack. I don't have the Clippers there. I got I got the Clippers at seven. I'm yeah, going those Sacramento. two are interchangeable at that six seven spot. Right, right. For and, sure. and, and and the thing is, I want to put OKC there, but I don't want to disrespect the Memphis Grizzlies. I don't want to disrespect Golden State. It's just too crowded because Minnesota's going to be pretty good. Um, Utah, don't forget Utah was doing really good last year. Clippers are going to be pretty good. The Thunder could easily be a top four team. The, you know? look, the Thunder would not, it would not shock me to see them get in the top four. It right. wouldn't. Right. It would not shock me whatsoever. I just like, oh, the Thunder got it. That's not surprising. They're loaded. Right. They're young. And Portland's they, going to be better than you think. Once they, once they move on from Drew. Oh, they already moved Drew. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They so, could actually be your Sacramento Kings of last year. Yes. Okay, so you could easily be Sacramento from last year. Be a top yep. three, four team. Easily. Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. Easily, but Chet Holmgren coming back and the way Giddy mm-hmm. plays and and SGA taking that leap, 
Come on, dude, man. Dude, the West is wild, dude. It and is I, I, crazy. And, and listen, I don't have Luca and Kyrie in there. Mm-hmm. I don't have them in there. Who else am I leaving out? I, I, I don't. I don't have the kid from Minnesota in there. It's tough. I don't have the. I don't have Kawhi and PG in there. Mainly because those guys don't play. So it, it's tough. It's, and so my surprise team. This is my surprise team. We already mentioned OKC. Is that a surprise? My surprise team is actually the Houston Rockets. I think the Houston Rockets. Actually, I have two. I have the Houston Rockets. Being a, what I mean by surprise team, a team you'd expect anything from beating top teams in the league any given night. Just, just be, and beating them convincingly. I also have as another surprise team. I have two in the West. Actually, I have three. Um, another one. Portland. Mike, you're picking. You're picking everyone in the West now. No, I, I'm not telling. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying. Okay. Playoffs. Uh, how's I'm this? Saying, hold hold on. Who is going to be pick the two sorriest teams in the West? Shit. <laughs> there you go. You see, I think that's harder because we could sit no, here and say. No, no, we no, could no. sit here. Look, we could sit here and say. I know that two sorry. Thirteen through is. one, any one of those being in a top six seed will, would not surprise you. No, I know the two sorry teams. Who? And, and the reason I say because I was gonna put the reason I put Houston in there is because they're gonna have a better season than people think. They're gonna be better than last year. Let's say that. But they're gonna be the worst team, and San Antonio's will be right behind them. I don't care how good this kid is. They're not gonna be world beaters after one year of this kid. Yep. They're not gonna be world beaters. This will be Houston and San Antonio easily. And, and it's, it's just like, well, the Pelicans, who else going to be down there with them? It's a question. Pelicans, Utah, Minnesota, which one of those four are going to be down there with them? It's a question. Trailblazers? But, but no, I believe the Blazers will be better than all those guys. Scoot's going to kill. When you I like are, Scoot. When you are I think Scoot's going to ball out. Yes, Scoot's going to I think he's going to go off, dude. Yeah, he's gonna, I think he's going to win rookie of the years between him and Chet Holmgren. Yep, absolutely. I, I think Wimbayana's going to win it. I think Wimbayana's going to be the best player long time if he stays healthy. But I, I still feel like this rookie of the year is going to go through Chet or, or, or Scoot. Yeah, I think Wimby's going to take about two, three years to really start getting his full development, starting uh, to get going to where muscle, you need him to be. Yes, but the way exactly. he balls, the way he's playing right now is scary. He's def- he, can, he can make the all-star team. You know, if he played in a bigger market, he'll be an all-star next year. Yeah, it's because he's in San Antonio. Wimby? He won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if he was in, if he was in LA or New well, York, look, he he has the hype. He has the hype. No, have you seen him play? It's no, ridiculous. I've seen him help. He's ridiculous. Okay. He's really and he really has good. the hype. Like I said, the number one pick. He's had the hype since a whole year before. That yeah. dude's going number one. So he has the hype. And if he was, let's hypothetically say, Los Angeles, yeah, this dude would have billboards all over the place. Yeah. Um, I just think Scoot's going to be the better player year one. Yeah, exactly. The first year, maybe first two yeah. years. After that, it's Wimby's world. Yep. Um, so, yeah, the West is stacked. Anybody can be anybody. I don't see a lot coming from Dallas. I don't see a lot coming from the Pelicans. But the Pelicans, if Zion's healthy, we see what he does. I don't think he's going to stay healthy. I don't think he's going to play more than 40 games. So that's why I have the Pels down when see. they have them. The Pels have to blow it up, in my opinion. I think they got to trade uh, Zion and Brandon Ingram. Look, I truly believe that. As far as the Mavericks, right? I'm only putting them up there because of the respect I have for Luca, and I think that dude is just a baller, dude. I can't stand but, Luca. Screw Luca. But, but yeah, he flops a lot. But I still no, got to give him credit. I don't like his attitude. I, I, I got to give him his credit. His game, anyhow. He's all right. If, if they were to completely just suck, and Kyrie tainted another team, I would love to see where those two get traded off to. After a while, now Dallas is not going to trade Luca. But what if Luca nope. gets mad after two years and says, "I want out"? 
Yeah, he's he's not like Dirk. He's not Dirk. Exactly. I want out. I want to go win. Does he ask to go to New York? I don't know if New York's the spot. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, but they, but that's two years away from. If this goes into disaster mode this season, and I, I just don't think it is. I think they're going to try to put their best foot forward. But imagine it goes into disaster mode this year, and they're stuck with Kyrie again because he signed what a three-year deal. Yeah. Oh, how, dude? It's how, a two and one. It's two and hey, one. how bad can this get? I don't know. I, I don't think the team that's going to be moving, doing a lot of movement, is going to be Dallas. I think if a team's going to uh, look, if they start looking bad early, the team that's going to blow it up is going to be Minnesota. That's another team that, that they probably need a change too. They tried. Um, they made a the wrong move by getting Gobert. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Bad move. Absolutely. And they gave that, up a lot a for him. Horrible trade. It was a huge haul, and and teams have been trying to duplicate it ever since. And yeah, you're not going to see anything like that for a while. No. Unless yeah, it's a superstar getting traded. At the end of the day, I, I have balls over Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee was playing checkers and not chess. Didn't see on the horizon Drew Holiday ended up against their competitor. Didn't see Yeah, it. no, we talked about this. We yeah. had to talk about this. But, hey, you had to go for that swing. You, you did not, keep, actually. You have to keep your, oh, you're going to roll out the same team again? Hell no. No, the, no, the team was hurt. Middleton was hurt and, and cool. No, bro, these guys were the these guys have been the best team in the regular season Look, the last three years in the East. They what recognized they saw they saw something in the mirror. They recognized okay. the same team and they realized, okay, does that guy over there, Dame Lillard, make us better? Absolutely. We'll see. He hurts you defensively. We'll see. Yeah, but think about the new NBA. They're going to be scoring points. You just said this about Phoenix. Drew, Drew is just as good in my opinion, and he's much better defensively. Yes, he's better defensively, but not offensively. He doesn't have you. To, do, he you do more. not. You do not draw up a game plan to stop him. Okay. You draw. You drop. You draw it up for to stop Dame. We'll see. I guarantee you, they played Boston what three to four times this year. Boston will win more games. I'm talking about if they, championship. If, if, they fa- I, if they if they face Boston, I don't in the care about the regular season. If they face talk- Boston, if they face Boston in the postseason, which will have to be the Eastern Conference Finals, I give it to Boston in six. I, I'm still taking Milwaukee. Or they, they swapped out Marcus Smart for Drew Holiday. They swapped no, a, out. No, no, they swapped out the Time Lord for Chris Eppersinger. Chris Eppersinger stays healthy. It's a, it's a wrap. I'm not. <laughs> I'm. I'm not arguing that Boston didn't get better. Much okay, better. I'm. Uh, they got much better but milwaukee made the best move for them to keep their superstar right. happy i hear and you. they're better not much better oh they're much they, better. They, they lost other pieces i i don't please so al horford's a year older brooke lopez is a year older i don't see it unless Giannis, one of his unless the nasas can actually be a role uh 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 uh, uh, uh a rotational player and be effective which we all seen he cannot if he could be a mini freak They'll have a chance. Ain't got it. Ain't okay. Got it. And why Giannis Miami, is my favorite player now, in the league, by the way. Now let me ask you, why why was Miami going after Dame? Because he was the difference maker in their well, eyes. Dame was going after Miami. Was okay. Uh, both ways. Uh in their eyes, they looked at him as the difference maker to get them to a title. Well, Milwaukee sees him the exact same way. I feel like Milwaukee was playing chess. They thought okay. they were playing chess by All right. getting Dame and taking him away from Miami. Mike. But they didn't first. Yeah. The, the problem is they moved Drew. They should have okay. moved Middleton. Mike. That's the issue. Mike. Okay. They needed to make a move. 
they understood their, their their team is getting stale. They panicked. Just they okay, you're, you're you're a Laker fan, aren't you? Yes. Why were the Lakers trading off Paul Gasol and Lamar Odom? It was a bad move. No, no, and, no. And that's They're, completely different. No, no, they were getting Chris Paul in the deal. Remember that? Yeah, because but but Lamar Odom and, then, and Powell were getting no, old too. Okay. They understood and they looked themselves in the mirror and they saw that the team was getting stale. Once they rolled that same team out against Dallas, Dallas rolled them. Remember the ass kicking yeah. they gave them? Yeah, because that team Dallas got stale. Exactly. That team got stale. The Lakers realized it. So they were trying to be a move ahead, which that move would have led on to Dwight Howard and more superstars coming to LA. But we won't get into that. Yeah. Milwaukee looked at themselves in the mirror. and They know they're good. But so what you're saying is this is going to be a domino piece to where maybe not this season, like see if hopefully they can win a championship, but even if they don't, they can build more pieces around exactly. those this three. Is, this is a three-year, four-year window for them. So they do have after. Jay Crowder. I forgot. They do have you Jay see, Crowder, and he's so, a good piece. So this is, for them, a four-year window to try to get two championships for Giannis. Yeah. That's really They look at it that way. And, and the Dave. way that... Exactly. And then... The way it was constructed before, that team would have just gotten stale. Yeah. And then how do you make the tra trades then? These guys get older, they get stale. The Lakers realized that. Years I would ago. have held off, let Middleton come back to form and trade Middleton. See, I get that. But who had the who had the better the better value there? Well, th this is the thing. Portland, because, because because of that new rule, like I said, about the waiting and sitting, they didn't they couldn't, they knew they couldn't start training camp with with Dame there. Mm -hmm. So and remember, the Bucks felt like they had to make a move, and, and they, remember, they, they knew Middleton. No one wanted Middleton at the time. He, they don't had they couldn't wait for his trade value to increase. They had to make exactly. a move. And then remember, Dame went back to Portland and told them, "Hey, can I stay?" And they said, "Nope, that door yeah. is closed." Yeah, they and needed I, to I move like on. That. I like that. I I, I, that. I love I that, that for Portland. Yeah, yeah, I love that for them. But once so. they draw, but once they draft the Scoot, I told you he's done. That his days are. Oh over. yeah, it, regardless if he wanted a trade or not, they wanted him to say it so they can they don't have to lose the fanfare. They they wanted him to say they were forcing his hand. Really, they're like, dude, we're trading you, but you got to say it. And once he said it, boom, they said, all right, we do it. They're already looking at trade options before he said, I want to be traded. Mm -hmm. Before Absolutely. they drafted Scoot, they were like, we're looking at trade options. And they're this right is the best. And, and honestly, this is the best thing for Dame. Dame should have gotten out of Portland two years ago. Yeah, at least a year. Yeah. He, he's a year too late. And that's that's another reason why I feel like Boston, <laughs> I just feel like, and I'm a Laker fan. I feel like the finals are going to be the Lakers versus Boston or Phoenix versus Boston. But I feel like Boston's coming out of the East. So we'll see. We'll see. But anyways, man, um, you want to want to throw out real quick about what's happening in, bo in, in boxing, how no HBO and now no Showtime. Yep. It's Showtime. Gone. No more Showtime. It is a wrap. Boxing and Showtime. Showtime has just decided no more boxing on their network. And I could see it. it did you see Oscar De Loya come out and talk about it? You know, how they're doing their thing, or oh, no, 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 he came out and basically calling out all the promoters and all the fighters because these super fights are not being made. Well, mm. they, who cares? In reality, they're not being made and they're not being made under Showtime, they're not being made under DAZN. It's really the boxers themselves, they just go to Showtime and say, Hey, we need you to go ahead and promote this fight, and you're going to get a percentage. So, what do a boxer really need them for anymore? 
to where they're gonna go like what 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 is what is it going to very simple they'll go to the zone they'll go anywhere else and then look look okay don't go that far look what they just did for uh that jake paul fight or the other paul they just fought this weekend the youtuber Mm -hmm. and the other guy did really hated each other they were able to put it on people were able to buy it so there's gonna be a way for you to buy it you're gonna be able to watch it now it just sucks because I grew up watching boxing through HBO and Showtime. Showtime, yeah. It was great. But hey, you know, unfortunately, it's coming to an end. Doesn't mean boxing is dead or over with. But, but let me ask shows, What were those shows they used to have before, when leading up to the fights? That was, HBO had one. What was that one called? They had one for Showtime as well. What did they call it? Oh, uh, kind of like the 24-7 yeah, uh, all access. And all, oh, those things oh, are awesome. so good. But look, in reality, boxing is losing a lot of their fanfare. Why? Because you're not putting on great fights. Well, in America especially. Yeah, exactly. And there's so many other... Look, fantasy sports have just taken up so much time. So, and then you have college football. Then you have football. Then you have baseball. Baseball is another Baseball's one that's coming losing. back. No, but it's starting to back but it's fun exactly so it's helping them out so boxing is just with ufc getting so big yeah that ufc puts on an event almost every weekend yeah. boxing doesn't boxing you might be able to get three really good fights in a year, a year. yeah and then in those fights your your common person doesn't even know who these fighters are yeah I mean, look, think about it. When I had the Earl Spence fight here at the Mm. house Mm. against uh, Crawford, Mm. um, I mean, I had a great turnout. had a lot of people. But Mm. think about how many of the people are asking, hey, uh, uh, who's the better fighter in this? I'm like, well, they're both undefeated. Like, these guys are some of the best boxers in the world, if not top five. But they didn't even know their names. Some of the people no. that came to watch the fight, no, and that's was a Canelo, <laughs> and, and and that's the problem with boxing now. Even that, me, I didn't realize which Charlo brother it was. I thought yeah, it was the see, other one. It, oh, exactly. So, boxing, it, it's not like basketball that you get to follow these guys from high school and on. They they set their their they basically set their track. And it takes so long for them to get on TV and get some kind of traction. And you don't find out who these guys are till they're like 30 to your average fan. Now, for a true boxing guy, you'll probably find out about them between 21 and up. But how many true boxing fans are there left? That's a good point. In the States, not so much. More like in Europe. Same thing with, um, with football or American or football. Same thing. It's not getting the traction over here in the States. We have too much things to entertain. It's similar like Los Angeles. United States is like Los Angeles in a nutshell, where we just got too many things. If you're not if you're not popping, we're not watching. So um it, it's it's a similar thing, man. But yeah, man, we gotta get up out of here. We, um over time, but that's okay. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. Uh any last words, Tone? Uh not much. Just you know, hope everyone's doing well, everyone's staying healthy, having a blessed night, blessed days and that's about it, man. Hey, did AC hit you up for his sound system? He did. He came by the shop. He's supposed to be stopping by uh, this following week. All right, tell me you got to jump back on the show. Um, I, I, his podcast is starting to pick up. And I'm really liking it. I, I need him to help me with my visuals because I think that's the next step for this one. And been putting it off for over a year. It's time for me, us to take that step and um, go go vi- go video, man. Because it, it's, it's doing very well. 
Um, he's, he's he's putting little commercials together. It's looking really, really good. So, AC, I know you're listening. Appreciate what you're doing, my sweet brother, Numsi. Doing your thing, brother. Um, yeah, man. I um, want to pray for your friend again. Um, praying for his recovery. Get strong. Um, praying for you. I actually just lost a cousin, a cousin to pulmonary embolism. Um, so I want to also pray for my family. Uh, my mom is going to go out of town um, this weekend uh, in Texas to be there with the family. And uh, she had two beautiful little kids. And, and I was at her wedding seven years ago. Uh, to know that she passed, it, it's tough. I lost two cousins now to pulmonary embolisms. And it's just, which is blood clot in the lungs, people. Um, it's just it's just tough. It's just tough times. So I just want to pray for everyone's healing. And um, I just want God to be a little bit more um, understanding. We already talked about what's going on in Israel and Gaza. Um, it's just tough time right now. And it seems like we're losing humanity. And I don't want people to keep turning away and saying, oh, it's all happening over there. No, um, same thing can happen here. I, I remember a clip from Chris Rock and he says, um, I'm American, I'm American, F all them so-and-so, I'm American. And he says, hold on, because I know next thing is, he said, niggas and gays is next. You know, so by saying that, it's like, it could happen anywhere. Once you start dehumanizing people and yep. start looking at them less than, you keep putting that propaganda out there and letting us stir up like we have over here, with all the hate crimes and stuff like that. Once you get to a certain point and you start putting these in legislation, stuff like that, it could get to a point where you're looking at the Holocaust and type of things and, and the situation in Rwanda and and, and, and and xenophobia. Those things happen. If the Black Lives Matter, that's all stuff happens. Imagine if you take Black Lives Matter on a larger scale, you go back to the to the days of uh, Black Wall Street. They just start bombing whole areas and, and cities and they got away with it. They build lakes on top of all the dead bodies. That's the stuff that's happening. This is it's genocidal type of stuff, people. When you start looking at people like they're less than human, you're looking at them like you want them to be removed off the face of this earth. And, we, and, and as human beings, we have to get better. We have to see that this is not okay. We're in 2023, all right? And, yeah. and, and we should be bigger than this. The, 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 it's so, to me, it's so simple. Like to to do what they're doing, beheading the babies and, 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 and raping the women and killing them and killing grandmothers and videotaping for Facebook, to do those kind of things, you wouldn't do that to a dog. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do that to, to animals, but you do it to a human being. You're looking at them like less than an animal. This is just something sickening. That's the devil. That's an evil spirit. And we got it. We got, we have to, as a people, stamp that kind of evil spirit out. I don't care who's right or wrong. I don't care. They stole your land. None of that. I was going to say none of that matters, but it shouldn't get to a point where you're dehumanizing people and you're killing off babies and innocent people. It's ridiculous. This is not even war. These are war crimes, people. So at the end of the day, man, I'm just praying for those people over there. I'm praying for your friend. I'm praying for my family's healing. Just praying for everyone. Father God, just want you to give us peace and shalom. So that's all I got to say, man. Um, Tony, I appreciate you, man. I love you, man. I appreciate you for coming on. Um, you really helped me. You have no idea that what I've been going through lately. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have had a show in the last four weeks. And I'm still dealing with the death of my father. Still dealing with a lot of different stuff with my own family. Um, money situation is funny. And, I, and I'm, I'm working every angle, burning every candle. If you wouldn't come on, brother, I'm telling you, you motivate me to keep going every week. And I want to thank you. Hey, man, I'm always here for you, brother. 
Appreciate you, man. Thanks for inviting me over the last couple of months to your home, to your beautiful home, your lovely wife, your friends. They're all awesome. Um, I just really appreciate you. You don't know, man. You really have no idea how much you've impacted me this past year. You've really helped me a lot. And I never told you. I have, I'm not going to go into detail. We're so far over time. When I see you, I might give you a little bit more. But you, you've really helped me a lot this past year um, without even trying. Just being a good person. And I appreciate you, man. Hey, man, I'm always here, brother. All right, man. Well, everybody, um, y'all have a good one. Appreciate all of you guys. Love you. Go ahead and share this episode with as many people as you can. Um, just go ahead. Go on your Facebook. Go on your Instagram. Share it. Appreciate all of you guys. Go to your Spotify. Share it. You've been listening to The Time Is Now. Have a great day, people. We do not have the rights to this music. My spider sisters is tingling. Feel something, got my radars up. Something going on. Feel funny, can't tell me nothing different. My nose twitching, intuition setting in like Steve Vision. I still close my eyes, I still see visions. Still hear that voice in the back of my mind. So what I do, I still take heed, I still listen. I still paint that perfect picture. I still shine bright like a prism. My words still skipping I know you can't, don't, won't get it. You just chose to ride that ship, salt with it. I'm still afloat. I ain't the captain of the yacht, but I'm on the boat. I ain't acting what I'm not, knowing that I don't. You not acting like you will, but I know you won't. You won't. I read between the lines of the eyes of your brows. Your handshake ain't matching your smile. Uh -huh. you
I'm still circling the block before I'm parking. Not bitching, I'm just still cautious. Same black parker, same extra, still but with that same larkin'. Damn, I feel it in the air, you not sincere. It ain't a us or we or I'm a thing. It's a good, bad karma thing. It's a song in the honesty. I swear I feel something honestly. This week's soapbox, I'm gonna let Lene Bene, formerly known as Lynn Easy, always been on the show quite a few times. She got a couple of excerpts I think y'all will love. Take a listen. Hey y'all, what's up? It's Friday, so I'm gonna keep it black. But I'ma keep it brief. Y'all knew the government almost shut down last week? And we're not out of the woods yet. The f*** is a government shutdown? Number one. A government shutdown happens when the legislative branch neglects to pass specific bills that fund or authorize the operations of the executive branch. So if Congress doesn't approve the funding for the federal government by the time the new fiscal year starts on October 1st every year, we could be in danger. What this means for the government is that certain operations will literally cease because ain't nobody getting paid and ain't nothing getting paid for. What that means for you is that yes, social security and disability checks will still be paid out, but quite a few things in every Everyday life will be impacted. But before we get into any of that, let's talk about how the f we got here in the first place and why there's actually a looming threat of government shutdown almost every year. The short answer, the blues and the reds can't get along. The Republicans and the Democrats, not the bloods and the cribs. Moving along. So there are two different types of federal spending. Mandatory programs like Social Security, Medicare and unemployment, and discretionary programs like national defense, public health research, national parks, international assistance, and infrastructure. Discretionary means you can fund if you want to, which is crazy to me, but here comes the partisan struggle. In most years, since 2010, the two sides of Congress have not been able to come together on agreed upon budget. They have to figure out high level taxes and spending targets and create bills to figure out exactly how much money goes into what areas. And when they can't agree, walk with me now, the president steps in and Congress enacts what is called a continuing resolution or CR for the discretionary programs, which means they will continue to operate at the last year's budget until they can figure everything out. But the one President Biden just signed only lasts 45 days. Ooh child, I'm tired. Figure it out. These people need to get on their Zoom. And it's not even legitimate concerns about the money. They're in there on their house floor squabbling about government spending when eggs is damn near $10 and everybody under the age of 35 needs a roommate to survive out here. Each time the government shuts down, 350,000 government employees are furloughed without pay. The Environmental Protection Agency, the Departments of Agriculture, Commerce, Justice, Homeland Security, Interior, State, Treasury, and Housing and Urban Development will slow down. Over 400,000 government employees are forced to work without pay. That's legal. And this game of roulette hits home especially in our 
our communities because you know black folk love them a government job. Benefits, healthcare, stability. Government jobs, specifically at the USPS, have been responsible for catapulting black people into the middle class since the 1800s. The USPS was one of the first government sectors to offer employment to newly free people after slavery, which explains why every time your grandmama and them heard about somebody down their luck, they told you to go on down to the post office and get you a job. And even though black people only make up 13% of the country's population, we make up 20% of all government employees. Golly, always somewhere being adversely affected. But it makes sense that this many black people would flock to the public sector because it has definitely come a long way in closing the economic gap between white and black workers. In California, 72% of black government employees join a retirement plan versus the 44% in the private sector. But government essential workers would not be the only people affected. Transportation security officers, Coast Guard members, Bureau of Prisons employees, Veterans Affairs employees, that's my mama. And Border Patrol officers are all at risk. The Smithsonian's and National Parks you go to are closed. Immigration courts closed. Airport delays increased. Construction on the roads and infrastructure halted. Food inspections stalled. Gross. Your kids not going to Head Start. Funding for EBT and SNAP, provisions related to the pandemic and even AIDS relief. Snip, snip, ho. And while all these essentials are in limbo, while people are being forced to keep the government running without pay, the congressmen and women who put us in this predicament will still be making money while actively slacking on a job. This, my friends, is why you gotta know exactly who you're voting for, who's gonna have your back in that room, and who's gonna waste your time. So we need to be getting on Ballotpedia, BallotReady.com, my voter page.com and see what these midterm elections is talking about. You can win as long as you keep your head to the sky. Be optimistic. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it this week, guys. Another great week. Another great show. All right. All right. All right. Um, thank y'all for listening once again. Thank you for Tony for showing up and showing out. I appreciate you, my brother. I appreciate you, good sir. The music choice this week was Feel It in the Air by Beanie Single. Go ahead and give that some more spins. Give that some more spins. Remember, if you like the show, like it, and of course, of course, share, and of course, of course, subscribe. Now it's time for our final word. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do. For they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your father who is unseen and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Matthew 6, 14 through 18. Remember, spread love, share love, embrace love, for God is love. Until next time, peace. Child.